At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Have you ever been interested in taking meaningful and eye-catching self-portraits? If so, our self-portrait photography indoors on a budget course is perfect for you. I'm actually the instructor and I'll be teaching you how to take really beautiful photographs of yourself indoors without investing in any other equipment. These lessons are all about making the most of what you have, experienced or not, and telling an authentic story. There are 30 video lessons that include quizzes, a community of photographers, random surprises, and much more. This is an incredible opportunity for you to improve your self-portrait photography skills and to impress everyone around you. I have a very special discount code just for our podcast listeners. We're offering a 50% discount code just for you. Use this code to claim your discount, Portrait50. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. This week I talked to Masha Sardari a fine art and conceptual photographer with a really cool portfolio. Masha and I talk about her many years of experience, her 365 project, how to be vulnerable in your photography, and much more. Please enjoy. Hey Masha, welcome to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi everybody, thanks for listening in. My name is Masha Sardari and I'm a photographer from Florida and I'm really excited to uh, speak with you. Me too. I've been a fan of your work for a very long time, so I'm very excited to find out more about your journey and your photography. Thank you. What camera equipment do you use? So I actually recently switched to a fully um, Sony system. Um, I was a longtime uh, Canon person. I thought that, you know, once you start on Canon, you don't really switch to anything else. Um, but I felt like my system was starting to get outdated at some point. So um, I thought maybe mirrorless was going to be the next uh, great thing. So I'm glad I switched, but 
at heart, I'm always going to be a canon person, I think. <laughs> well, high five, because at heart, I will also always be a canon person. <laughs> There's just something special about it. The way um, the colors are, the way the feeling is, is just, um, I don't know if that's going to come around again with another uh, company. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I mean, we're so biased, but it's the truth, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I interviewed you for an article a few years ago. In one of your answers, you said that practice is essential to creating quality work. How often do you take photographs and do you ever force yourself to take pictures even when you're not feeling all that inspired? I stand by that. Practice definitely um, is essential to creating quality work. And I've noticed that over the years, I've spent more and more time on my pieces. So I don't photograph as often as I used to. Um, I started out with a pretty intense project at the beginning of my um, photography journey. And now I feel like I've developed enough where I don't have to do it as often, but I am spending much more time on each piece. So um, I'm shooting maybe a couple of times a month at this point. And I don't force myself uh, because I've found that my work doesn't feel as authentic when I force myself, when I find myself in that creative block, I realized, okay, I need some time to just be on my own to find some sort of inspiration. And something will come out of that eventually. Um, but forcing myself hasn't <laughs> been effective in the past. So um, I've learned through the years that the best work comes and intuitively. I completely agree with you. I'm actually going through something like this now where I feel like I've been forcing myself to take pictures for some time. And yeah, sometimes the photos are decent, but I haven't been enjoying the process. I think mm -hmm. it's important to give yourself time and be patient with your hobby, especially if you've been taking photos for years and years. Yeah, definitely. And um, as you're taking photos through years and years, obviously you're pouring in so much of your soul into that. So I think that we also have a limit to how much we can put out before we kind of uh, get to a point where we exhaust ourselves in that creative space and we need to take a step back. Exactly. Yes. Breaks are very important, even though they're sometimes uncomfortable. Definitely. And how long have you been taking photos for? I'm coming up uh, to 11 years now. That's amazing. That's incredible. Do you have any specific memories that you look back on anything that stands out in your past 11 years of taking pictures? I've definitely gotten to work with some amazing people and just meeting other creative souls in the sphere has been um, probably the most amazing part. I never thought that my work would um, lead me to all the friendships that I've been able to build with other creative um, photographers. Yeah, I completely understand that. I think it's so fulfilling and gratifying to be able to meet so many interesting people because of photography. I mean, when you meet another photographer, you basically instantly become friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have that interest. Yeah, having that uh, thread in common and having something to um, really share. I think that as photographers, we go through similar experiences with, you know, pushing our creativity with really being vulnerable and showing our work uh, on the great internet. And even sh sharing it with each other can be um, a really vulnerable experience. So I think that that helps us connect with each other and kind of be there to support one another and what we're doing. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you worked on a pretty intense project at the beginning of your journey. And were you referring to the 365 project? 
Yes, that was, (laughs) that was a lot. Um, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I just um, noticed that um, some photographers, um, I believe at the time it was Joel Robinson that was doing one. Mm -hmm. And I saw him doing it and I was like, well, if he's doing it, then, and he's creating such amazing work every day, maybe I can do it too. Um, So I just dove into it not really knowing just how far I would have to push myself throughout the whole thing. But I did learn that every photo isn't going to be something that I love, but every photography experience every day that I go out there and I commit to it, it does build upon the experiences I had in the past and pushes my work forward. Um, I think I grew the most during that time that I have ever grown throughout my 10, 11 years of photographing. Um, Sometimes I think that maybe I should go back to to doing it just to uh, push myself again like that. Yeah. Wow. I can imagine how much you learned because it's taking pictures every day for a year. And were you able to take a picture every day for a year or you need a break? (laughs) Um, I think there's been maybe three or four days during that year that I just, you know, life gets in the way too. So um, I wasn't able to do that. But for at least a solid 350 to 360 of those days, I did uh, go out, even if it wasn't um, feeling like it was going to be successful or I didn't love it at the end of the day. um, I still was um, pushing myself to be committed to the project. That's very impressive. I started a few 365 projects in my journey, especially at the beginning, and I didn't complete any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what it's worth, um, I bet that even a few few days or however many days you made it, that was uh, important too uh, in terms of growth. For sure, yeah, for sure. I think it's something that every photographer should try regardless of what kind of photography they're into because, as you said, that's a great learning process that's amazing for a photographer to learn more about themselves it's very healthy and refreshing too especially if it's your first time so yeah definitely yeah you don't have to be a seasoned photographer to start it and if you are a seasoned photographer i think you can still really benefit from the uh, project yeah i agree with you your photographs have a very moody and cinematic look to them you have a very distinct style which i like What advice would you give to photographers who want to have a recognizable style? I think nowadays with um, the big platforms that we have with Instagram, with Pinterest, we are so flooded with incredible work. But I think that that could also be a downfall because we see much of the same things that other people are seeing. And whatever we are um, exposing our mind to, what we're looking at, really impacts what we put out as well. Um, And although that can inspire you, I think that that could also cause you to um, inadvertently, maybe you're not trying to uh, imitate those styles, but it can cause that. So I think that um, if you're finding yourself that you're you're not fitting in that original style that you want to be in, um, just stay away from looking at other people's work and look at other sources of inspiration. So, um, you know, my favorite thing to do is just go out in nature and look at the details, Uh, pay attention to how light is falling on things, pay attention to the edges of plants and the textures. And that's really going to be the source of your inspiration and help you get to a more 
unique style because you're not looking at something that is already out there. You're trying to find something that um, inspires your being and allows you to really express what's inside of you. And again, always look inside. Um, That's where all the good stuff is. And even though it might be scary, um, I think that taking those creative risks and allowing yourself to really say what you want to say uh, without the fear of um, the response. I think for a long time, I was afraid of really um, showing the work that I wanted to show because I was worried that uh, people won't like it or the response is going to be not what I would like. And over time, the more I did that, the more vulnerable I was and the more I showed what I actually felt was my true work. Um, the better the response, actually. (laughs) I felt that I was able to um, connect with others uh, at a much deeper level. That's amazing. It's so cool when these things exceed our expectations and just go against what we thought would happen. Oh, yeah. I would have never imagined. Um, And you're right. It's such a scary step. It's such a scary thought for photographers to imagine themselves being vulnerable because... You never know how people will react. You don't know how much of yourself to put out there sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to invade your own privacy online. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. So do you have tips for people who want to be vulnerable through their photography? Uh, Build upon your own aesthetic and what you gravitate towards and don't be afraid of the response always think of did i make a piece that speaks truly to myself or was there something outside of me that was influencing me to create this work and alter it because of the response that i'm afraid of Um, anytime that we let that fear come in we can't create work as authentically as we would if we just work. Imagine you're creating it for yourself, really, um, not for others. Others get to enjoy it. And that is an amazing and important part of what we're doing. But ultimately, the reason many of us have started creating work is because we need some sort of outlet. We need a way to process our feelings, our experiences. And uh, photography has become this amazing tool that we can do that through. It's almost therapeutic. And remind yourself that that's really the goal is to create work for yourself that you're deeply in love with and the rest is going to sort itself out. 
Our 365 Days of Photography course is an amazing opportunity for you to grow as a photographer. My teammate, Kevin LJ, has produced this course in a step-by-step -step format, which is very easy to follow. The course is presented in bite-sized lessons, each with a practical challenge. You'll learn and practice a new aspect of photography every single day. Each lesson is around five minutes long, and you can spend as much time on the challenges as you like. There's also a friendly forum where you can share the photos you take and get constructive feedback from others in the course. Kevin's professional photography experience is extensive. He covers not only photography essentials, but also many genres of photography throughout the course. You will learn far more about photography than simply how to use your camera. For our listeners, we're offering a very special discounted price of $199. The final price will soon be $365, so make sure to take advantage of this great deal today. That's so true. Very, very wise words. Thank you for sharing them. I think a lot of people, especially during this time when it's the pandemic, and we're spending a lot of time on social media, they need these words because... We tend to compare ourselves to other people in our personal lives and as photographers, it's inevitable. So it does help a lot to be reminded that we need to stay true to ourselves and always, first and foremost, enjoy the process of photography ourselves. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You live in Florida. What inspires you the most about living there? I think just the unique um, flora and fauna that is here is really not like any other place in America that I've been to. Um, the nature here is really beautiful and surprising at times. And I found myself um, getting really inspired by that and being able to create work that is unexpected to me because I'm from a country that looks more like the north of America rather than um, a tropical place. And I feel like I've pushed myself more in my creative work uh, to find really beautiful places here that are not as familiar to me as um, the northern parts of America are. That's very interesting. It's very fascinating that our surroundings have the power to affect our style as photographers. If you move to a different country, all of a sudden your style will probably change. If you move to a different town, your style will probably change. I've no noticed that in my work as well. So it's a really cool thing to consider, especially if you move around a lot. Definitely. What motivates you to continue taking photographs? I think it's just that release that I get every time I create work. It allows me to feel comfortable with myself in a setting where I feel like I'm not um, so worried about my life or the stresses that I have in my life. It's kind of a safe space uh, for me and I get to be uh, creative. I get to have fun. I get to do things that I wouldn't normally get to do in my life. Um, so just even the exploration part of it is really amazing where I get to go to places that um, are something that I wouldn't go to for any other reason but to take photographs. Um, you know, whether it's abandoned buildings or beautiful forests, I'm going there to be in a space where I can um, really feel at home with myself and I get to be creative. Um, and I've had such amazing experiences doing that uh, that I really wouldn't trade it for anything else. And at this point, I have this almost 
um, itch <laughs> that I have to I have to go um, if I go too long without taking photographs. I feel uh, like something's off and it's not quite in a balance. Um, so it really gets me to a centered space. And I really love that. That's a really wholesome answer. I really like it. And it's so nice to talk to someone who's been taking photos for a long time and is still very much in love with photography, even though her style has changed over the years. It's nice that you've adapted to all these changes in your life and are still very much in love with photography. It does so much for me that I I can't ever um, imagine not taking photographs. Yeah, I think a lot of the listeners can relate to that, which is an amazing feeling. What is something that every beginner in fine art photography should know? You're not going to be good from the start, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, and it's a process. Um, you got to keep working at it. You got to really put in the time and don't be afraid to experiment. Um, I had to fail many, many times before I created anything that I was remotely proud of. Um, and if you don't experiment, if, you, if you're if you afraid of uh, making the wrong decision, um, you're never going to be able to really push your work into something um, that is really beautiful and is really worth the time that was put into it. Um, so don't be afraid to take risks. That is the thing that you should be doing all the time, actually. Um, and that's how the work will develop itself and really grow uh, to be something that maybe we haven't seen before. Um, I think that it is that ability to um, take those risks and make it even if you think it'll fail um, that really helps people achieve amazing and beautiful work i love that answer and i'm curious to know in your opinion what defines fine art like what does it mean to you personally that's a really hard thing to um to define i guess to me it's the the craftsmanship that goes into it the effort that we make to create and really hone that work to something that we envision in our minds. To me, uh, fine art is kind of like a dream world. Um, it, it's a fairy tale that I can get lost in. Um, so I try to separate it from the real world, but also make it accessible enough where you can enter it from the real world. Um, so to me, it's, it's, that story that um, maybe your parents told you when you were a little child that you were hoping that maybe you could be part of and you imagined yourself in that story. Uh, to me, fine art photography has become that in a visual form. It's a very interesting answer. So it's relatable, but also magical at the same time. Exactly. Yes. Very cool. Because a lot of people think of fine art, and as you said, it's very difficult to define in a broader sense, because everyone has their own opinion on it. It's not something you can just say, uh, you know, this is what it is. This is the equation for that. Yeah. yeah it just ex exists in a space that we can't really uh, pinpoint or have given name to, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So it's always interesting for me to talk to fine art photographers like yourself and see what their definition of fine art is because it's so different for everyone which is so cool because that means the genre is super flexible and anyone can basically make the most of it if they're interested in it oh, for sure 
Okay, well, my last question for you is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? I just want to create work for the rest of my life. I think one of the biggest achievements would be to not lose that passion that I've had since I started. Um, I've always been afraid that there will come a day when I don't feel as passionate about it as I did in the past, or um, I feel like I don't have anything left in me to put into photography. Um, so although, you know, it would be amazing to share my work with more and more people, I really hope that I just don't lose that love for it. And that would be my achievement. I like that. I think, yeah, that's the foundation of a photographer's work. It's their passion, essentially. So if you lose that, then there are no other things you would like to achieve, you would want to achieve. So that's a very wise answer, actually. <laughs> well, I wish you the very best with your passion, and I really look forward to seeing more of your work in the future. And thank you so much for your time. I had so much fun talking to you. Thanks for having me. It was great to speak with you. Great Big Photography World wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners. We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes. I've been a fan of Masha's work for a long, long time, and this was my first time getting to talk to her directly and hearing her voice, which is crazy. What an amazing person. I hope her journey proves to you that your passion for photography is a beautiful, lifelong process and that you can enjoy it at any point in your life. See you next week! There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.